Good evening, and welcome back to another episode of San Jose, where we dive into all the weird mysteries, spooky legends, and scary stories of San Jose and beyond. My name is Manuel Avalos. And my name is Carmen Sanchez. And today, what are we talking about, Carmen? We are discussing the topic of Hotel Del Monte, which is located at One University Circle in the beautiful Monterey, California. It originally opened in 1880 as one of the world's leading seaside resorts in the 19th and early 20th centuries, and later transitioned into a Navy base in 1942 due to World War II. It's now a Naval Postgraduate School, which is still leased to the U.S. Navy. So when we started looking up this topic um, into its background and history, some it might be a little bit confusing if you want to look this up at home only because it is, um, like Carmen said, it's now part of the Naval Postgraduate School after, as a result of World War II. Um, but... At that school, this building is now known as Herman Hall with two R's and two N's. So if you look for Hotel Del Monte, you might not find that much, but you might find it under Herman Hall. As Carmen said, it was leased to the U.S. Navy to support war effort in World War II. The 627 acres of land were purchased for about $2.13 million, which in today's money is $31.8 million dollars. And this uh, was a really interesting and unprecedented move because they had to move an entire school, including students, faculty, and thousands of pounds of books and research equipment all the way from the East Coast to Monterey. So it was definitely an interesting move, but um, that is how it came to be. Hotel Del Monte, created by railroad pioneer Charles Crocker, opened in June 1880. Skeptics called the project Crocker's Foley and predicted that the resort would quickly fail. The time was right for the, nation, for the notion of leisure, however, and Crocker's idea to create a luxury destination reachable by train meant that in its first month of operation, Hotel Del Monte would show a net profit of $11,300 with a capacity of just over 100 suites and guest rooms. Del Monte's manager had to turn down more than 3,000 reservation requests in the hotel's first six weeks. Del Monte soon became a favorite for America's leisure class, and frequent visits by a succession of presidents, by leaders of industry, royalty, heads of states, and the upper class of the world set the tone for Del Monte. It soon gained international prominence and a reputation as the queen of American watering places, the most elegant seaside resort in the world, and California's best-loved resort. Wow. I honestly had no idea this even existed, so it's kind of cool. Dude, same. It just... 
it doesn't make sense to me because I know, we both know Monterey to be this wonderful, nice little place to go, you know, just to venture out and enjoy the aquarium. And then all of a sudden there's this huge seaside resort that nobody knows about because it was turned into a naval postgraduate school. Well, um, as we mentioned, the hotel is now uh, called Herman Hall. And the building was named after Admiral Ernest Edward Herman, who helped advance Navy technology. But that's kind of all I could find on him in terms of interest. Yeah, that's super. That's super vague. Yeah. He just helped advance Navy technology. I could have done that by, I don't know, being Bill Gates and inventing like Microsoft. Well, today, this school provides about 70 programs of study, all the way from traditional engineering and physical sciences to homeland security and rapidly evolving space science programs. Okay, but that's today. What did they do to advance Navy technology? Like, they could have invented the wheel. Like, it's, like I said, it's just so big. I feel like it maybe it was just something top secret or sketchy, and so that's why they were just like vague about it all right they 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 found and killed the Loch Ness monster they just didn't want to tell anybody (laughs) I don't know (laughs) that's uh (laughs) not in this side of the world but let's go over the legend Due to its robust and prominent history, it's no surprise that this place would have like some sort of haunting attributed to this hotel. Like, there's no doubt. Um, so allegedly, oh, well, um, the <laughs> the original hotel was destroyed completely by a fire in 1887, and then this was actually another location hit by the San Francisco earthquake in 1906. So the earthquake actually caused the chimney to collapse. And as quoted, a a newlywed couple from Salt Lake City who had just checked into the honeymoon suite died when a chimney fell through their room. Specifically, one of the two newlyweds is known as the man in gray. And he reportedly has been heard asking for help finding the stairs. Isn't that creepy? <sighs> There's always the, you know, insert man or woman in, in insert color. It's always the lady in white, the man in black, the, you know. <laughs> the blue man group, you know. It's always <laughs> men in colors. Um, so, uh, it also says a ghostly gray bearded man wearing a suit named Charles Crocker is said to haunt Herman Hall His apparition has been spotted throughout the hotel, and there have been reports of other strange occurrences, including objects that move on their own, banging bread trays, shattering glasses, taps on people's shoulders, and the old elevator that is said to move by itself. Spooky-ooky. Um, And then there was another fire which destroyed the main section of the hotel. Uh, One firefighter actually lost his life in this fire. 
Um, it's also said that ghostly encounters in Herman Hall have been reported by faculty, military, and civilian staff, students, spouses, and visitors to the Naval Postgraduate School, including numerous sightings in 2007, specifically 2007. So some incidents might be chalked up to active imaginations, but it would seem that some of the Del Monte guests have decided to stay as long as they can in the world's most elegant seaside resort. I don't know what's up with the 2007 fact. I, I found that in a brochure written by John Sanders that's talking about how spooky and haunted this place is. But they right. never say exactly what happened, just that in 2007 specifically, there was like a huge surge in reports or something. So I don't know what happened there, but... You're right. I found the same exact thing. I don't know what it is with 2007 being the year of the ghost for the Del Monte Hotel, but for some reason it is. I mean, that was 101 years after the earthquake. I don't know. Oh. Like 101 Dalmatian. I don't know. Maybe it's a significant number. No idea. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also... So there's a group in Monterey called the Monterey Ghost Tour, and... Uh, someone named Gary Munsinger, who ran the group for eight years, said, quote, this is this was a bad place written with like six A's. The building stood abandoned for a century due to legends of a curse. A young child died suddenly and mysteriously, and his grief stricken father went into the front yard, dug a hole and buried him. The cypress sapling, which legend says his father planted above the grave, still looms impressively over what is now the Monterey Institute of International Studies Admissions Building. So, just one little spooky story, but, um, yeah. Okay, well, there you have it. Are you ready for pop culture? Let's do it. So the following is what I specifically found in reference to Del Monte Hotel itself. In May 1979, 20th Century Fox Motion Picture Studio invested in the Pebble Beach Company because they were uh, following the huge success of Star Wars. So as soon as Star Wars came out, become a huge success. They definitely invested in this hotel because it was super popular. Um, So next, uh, Denver oil billionaire Marvin Davis, uh, who was prominent from 1925 to 2004, um, who also bought Fox in partnership with the shady commodities trader Mark Rich, sold the Pebble Beach Company to Minoru Isutani, a Japanese multimillionaire and golfing enthusiast in 1990. Uh, The hotel later became popular with the wealthy and influential of the day, and guests included Theodore Roosevelt and Ernest Hemingway, as well as many early Hollywood stars. So obviously this was before the 20th Century Fox Motion Picture Studio invested in Pebble Beach Company. I actually have a pop culture bit again. <laughs> <Woo-hoo. laughs> 
So if you grew up in California, you have definitely heard of John Steinbeck, the author. I'm sorry, and, who? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so apparently he drew inspiration from this building. The Hotel Del Monte. For what? Uh he wrote a book called The Pearl. All right. And mm-hmm. um <laughs> there's so the the tour group leader that I had mentioned earlier, Munsinger, he said, quote, and what's the book about? It's about a Spanish couple who lose their young son. Which is eerily similar to the story he had mentioned earlier. Yeah. Apparently that's just that was the inspiration for the book. I haven't read it myself, so I don't really know, but um now you know. Another thing that I found super interesting about the Hotel Del Monte is that they had their own art gallery, which opened in 1907 and was the first location devoted solely to showcasing the work of Californian artists. I know, it's so cool. So I was able to look at some of the paintings of of just Hotel Del Monte and then also just Monterey and Carmel by the Sea in general. So both the videos that I uploaded on here, like you can see them, um, they're uploaded onto the specific website by John Sanders, who was mentioned earlier with a bunch of information regarding the Hotel Del Monte. So he was definitely probably a historian specifically in Monterey regarding the Hotel Del Monte. Um, He uploaded two art videos showcasing art from Californian artists. Um, The first video features art scenes depicting the Hotel Del Monte when it first opened and when it was rebuilt. The second video features art with names of artists such as Xavier Martinez, August Gay, and my favorite out of all of them was by William Richel, who was an impressionist who was originally from Germany but moved to California in 1911 to become a painter since this location was so up and coming um and also this was particularly interesting because one of the main reasons i personally love going to carmel or Monterey is due to all the art galleries and now i know why art is so prominent in these locations wow because you know the hotel del monte itself show like had its own art gallery showcasing specific Californian artists. So it's just so cool to me that, you know, that's the main reason why these locations were so prominent with artists. I don't know. Like, (laughs) it's just so cool. Yeah. So now anytime you go to Monterey or, you know, Carmel, AKA Carmel by the sea, um, you know, they're filled with art galleries, and this is why. Um, they're just following in that sort of tradition of showcasing local artists. It's really awesome. Support your local artists. Um, eat the rich. Such and such. <laughs> okay. And continuing with pop culture, um, so... Pebble Beach has also been featured in a lot of pop culture. Um, So 
Pebble Beach was featured on Star Trek Voyager episode Inside Man. Uh, the Doctor, aka Robert Picardo, lists Pebble Beach as an option to play golf on the holodeck. And um, this will actually be featured in the related facts, but Pebble Beach and Hotel Del Monte actually is the reason why golf was introduced to the peninsula. So that's why it's so important. Yeah. So Pebble Beach was also featured on the Golden Girls. Sophia Petrio claims that she had the chance to marry Bing Crosby. And if she had, she would be a wealthy widow with her own place in Pebble Beach. So, also in 2014, airing in 2017, Pebble Beach was the location for the HBO show Big Little Lies, a drama which showcases relationships between high-income status individualists very on-brand for Monterey, California, based on the book of the same name, Big Little Lies. Hmm. Okay. Last but not least, we cannot talk about Monterey, California or Carmel by the Sea without mentioning the good from the good, the bad, and the ugly, Clint Eastwood. Applause here. Whatever. Whatever. Um, Clint Eastwood, as you should know, Manny, but I don't. if you don't already, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> is a huge actor um, and screenwriter and producer and director uh, in Hollywood. Uh, Clint Eastwood was actually the mayor of Carmel by the Sea. He reigned from 1986 to 1988, and in 2001, Governor Gray Davis appointed him to the California State Park and Recreation Commission. Wow, we love parks and rec. Don't we all? That's what I'm (laughs) taking away from that fact. So this is a quote from Wikipedia, and I think it's relatively important to his mayorship of Carmel. Um, It says... He won the election as the nonpartisan mayor of Carmel by the Sea, California, in April 1986. He earned $200 per month in that position, which he donated to Carmel Youth Center. Good choice. While in office, he helped to make ice cream legal to consume on city streets. What? (laughs) Dramatic pause. (laughs) Added public restrooms to the public beach snaps to that (laughs) and a city library annex building was built okay he served for two years and declined to run for a second term interesting wow i i would like to relate this part to even though we all hate him but uh mark brandanowitz from parks and recreation how he's literally like the amount I've done in the Parks and Recreation Department can literally be measured. Like, I feel like that's exactly, like, in parallel to Clint Eastwood's mayorship of Carmel by the Sea. It just definitely reflects, that's what it reflects to me. He basic 
He didn't do that much, but I mean, at least I can go to Carmel and eat ice cream on the street. I mean, I don't even know why that was illegal in the first place. Because it sounds fake. The bourgeoisie did not want the plebeians <laughs> eating their ice cream on their We're expanded all streets. That's fine. I'll go to Santa Cruz and eat my popsicle. Like, what do you want? <laughs> well, that's local politics for you. And... This is a part of the podcast where we mention how scary all the isms are. <laughs> this one's just classism, the episode. Classism, the episode. Oh boy. Well, I think that brings us to the personal accounts. Sadly, there weren't really any personal accounts that were relevant that I could find. There are a lot of reviews, but um, they're all just seriously about the hotel and its amenities and not about the ghosts, which is what we're interested in. I know! Reddit Reddit was awfully disappointing. It came up rather dry this time around, too. Well, the one thing I was able to find, the only reason I'm mentioning it is because if you've been following our podcast, you know that the last time we talked about a hotel, which is... Um, which is, you know, what used to be the Hayes Mansion. There was a review that someone talked about bees in their room and, like, being <gasps> haunted yes! by bees or something. Well, I found this review from Adam Chenervert. Sh- Chenervert. Sorry, I'm not sure how to say that. Two years ago. Beautiful place to stay with large rooms and excellent staff. There is no AC in the East Wing, but with the windows open, the room stayed nice and cool. With that said... There is a large tree close to the rooms with a beehive, and my youngest got stung in our room. Overall, an excellent day. So, <laughs> if you go to a hotel in California, just make sure there's no bees. That's that's the most of your issues. Not the ghosts, just the bees. And the bees pose an actual threat to you. <laughs> well, maybe not to you, but definitely your children. Yeah. But it's okay, because overall, you'll have an excellent stay. <laughs> At least we're being positive. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, what did you find? Beware of bees. And if you're allergic to bees, have an EpiPen. But you should know that if you are in California. Okay, this is what I found from Reddit. Um, Ka-Wonder posted... Herman Hall at the Naval Postgraduate School has a few apparitions. And that's pretty much it. That's all I found from Reddit. It definitely said that this place was haunted. It just lacked personal accounts. So like we said earlier, there's a lot of people that uh, who had worked there experienced strange things happening. But it could be left up to, left up to interpretation as well as maybe the imagination um but also my my speculation is that there aren't too many stories because this place is a hotel slash wedding spot and spooky reviews might have been taken down and or frowned upon and you know not taken seriously exactly yeah well that sucks but um you know it does seem to have a, you know, a history, and it seems like that's what people know it for, even if we can't find much online. But um, if you know anything, you know, we're always 
we're all ears we're always happy to hear your own stories and thoughts if you want to dm us on instagram at san jose podcast or email us your stories san jose at gmail.com is it time yes for related facts let's do it Throughout her 62 years of operation, Del Monte offered many innovative recreational diversions. It was the Del Monte which introduced golf to the peninsula, constructing the first California course. Other firsts included a polo field, horse racing track, and a special dirt track for newly emerging automobiles. Hmm. Oh, right, because cars were barely being invented. I know, right? Isn't it so weird to imagine that, like, state of California without any traffic? (laughs) Horse traffic. Horse traffic? Oh my god. You know, like, the first automobile crash was on, like, a long dirt road, and there was just two cars driving in the same direction, or in opposite directions down the same road, and... They crashed because they didn't know what to do. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so that was the first automobile crash in history. Go ahead and look it up. But I, don't know, I think it's just so funny because two people were just driving down the same road and they're like, oh my god, who, who moves? <laughs> wow, just like driving downtown. <laughs> oh my gosh, seriously. <laughs> um, the next thing that I found uh, for rel- uh, related facts is that the Hotel Del Monte is the starting and finishing point for the original 17-mile drive. Oh. Wow. That makes sense. I think it was really cool because I, I, I honestly had no idea that that was the case. Wow. Well, some small things I found. So you can still actually rent a room at Herman Hall, a.k.a. Hotel Del Monte, um, although hmm. you're given priority if you're related to, if you're associated with the military or the Department of Defense. Um, wow. Yeah. Up until a few years ago, the rates would go from 60 to $90, but then they went up and now they're, they range from about 125 to $137 per night. And they also book rooms actually at the Navy Lodge in also It's also in Monterey and it's located at... 1100 Farragut Road. Um, so there's just another lodge you can book a room at if you wanted to. And the last cool thing I found, I guess, was in Halloween 2019, which is the last real Halloween. <laughs> uh, yeah, Monterey Food Tours hosted a haunted Monterey food tour through the downtown areas that are said to be haunted, and I believe that included Hotel Del Monte. So... I'm not familiar with this group because I'm not from Monterey, but if they do this again in a future Halloween, I would be so down. Um, Yeah. Ghost food? What do they do? I'm thinking haunted canned food. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, you know, the cannery. What do ghosts eat? KFC? Is that what we decided on? Ghosts? Eating KFC? Is that what we decided on in the um, Hell Your House episode? Oh my gosh, yeah! Oh. yeah. Juicy burger? 
that's kind of all we have. Um, this one was another one that was a little bit hard to research, but definitely easier than Quimby Road, I'll tell you that. Oh, 100%. And I don't know if you have any other facts that we missed or things we should know, please be sure to let us know, sanhontzay at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can follow our Instagram, Sanhant, at Podcast for bonus content. And, of course, don't forget to vote on our verdict. You can vote whether or not you think this hotel is haunted. Yes, let us know. So, you want to play some Dead by Daylight? There's a bunch of new updates I'm really excited for. <laughs> I know, they just posted on Twitter. <laughs> But yes, let's do it. Alright. Stay spooky, San Jose. 